Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example... Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers Episode 305, the box office report for the week ending August 20th, 2017. It's my wife's birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Happy well, birthday. Five days ago. It's not my birthday. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well, we, well we, she we, listens to every episode. Relaying so. the yeah, message to you. Vicariously. Yes. Yeah. She doesn't even listen to me when I talk in real life. <laughs> Why would she sit down and listen to two hours a week of me prattling on about nerd stuff? <laughs> well, for us. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't listen to you guys in real no, life. No, that's either. also true. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of uh, everyone she doesn't listen to, we sh- you should go around and introduce yourself oh. so we know so she knows precisely who she's not listening to. <laughs> yeah. This is Dan. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is your husband, Tom. <laughs> Unless you're not my wife. Everyone else, I'm, I'm not, your, not husband. your husband. Yeah. It's not it would be like some sort of like podcast well, Mormon, sort of Mormon thing. Mormon. Yeah. Yeah. Fundamental LDS because Normal Mormons aren't like that anymore. So you're like is that what it is? audio yeah. polygamist. There you go. Oh, that's fancy. Trademark real spoilers. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, Big, <laughs> give you something to edit out. Big, Lisa, Big, one minute seventeen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you're, you're no, I, I was, but no, it just <laughs> dynamite drop in money. <laughs> so. I was trying. I kept getting cut off. The joke wouldn't work anymore. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Catch and release. It'll yep, grow on you. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, what is your theory about reviews this oh. week, Mr. Fancy Pants? Yes. <laughs> but did you read? No. Can you? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> it's a fair question. Yeah, no, it's yeah, literally wrote legit. his master's thesis on it. <laughs> I I'm getting nervous for Joe over there. Next thing you know, you're just gonna have an IV bag with. Well, when you straight, work, when you work oh nights, and have to I come know, here straight from the morning. Like, oh, Joe my. has a monster energy, and next to it, a huge and, and twenty ounce it, Mountain Dew. Tw- How do you have a huge? It's a it's a one liter. Well, okay, oh, it's not so like a can. A, it's no, like so you a, got an eighteen big, ounce and a one liter. Yeah, I gotta Hot. drive home after this and stay awake. So you know, do you have a catheter? No, I'm good. Okay, yeah. 
I'm not like you two. <laughs> uh, that's that's probably our worst nightmare right there. Before yeah. us. I, Tom, Tom looked at it and went and pee. I did. <laughs> I could fill the Mountain Dew back yeah. up, and you never know. <laughs> you know. It's true. It's Mountain Dew. You have yeah, no idea. I did. It's not. It's not surge. <laughs> like it's you know surge. Well, I'm just I'm just warning you right now. Your day is coming. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, like, it's just not here yet. Your yeah. day is coming when you're like you're gonna like. You know how, like, on a classic rock station, you're never more than, like, 40 minutes away from a Led Zeppelin song? <laughs> sure. That's how Dan and I are with, yeah. with peeing. With peeing. Yeah, you're yeah. never more than 40 minutes well, away. No, you're just trained to preemptively strike. I, absolutely. Like, when it's like, <laughs> like see, see, I bet now you're, you, uh, you feel differently about Bush and the preemptive strike, right? Like, you're like, now that I pee like this, it makes I get sense. it. I get well, it. Yeah. Everybody feels differently about Bush now, but... <laughs> Isn't that a weird thing? That's a weird thing that now we've gotten to the point where it's like, eh, it wasn't that bad. But, you know, I, like, on, a, on a scale, uh, like, but that's, I will say this. We always do that with, with presidents. Now, yes. I will say we did it in record time. <laughs> like, I, yes. I am not trying to, but uh, but we always, like, it's like, oh, it's Clinton's kinda, the worst. Yeah. And then, like, six months when he's out of office like, or a year, oh. you're like, oh, the 90s. Well, it's also like, oh, it, he wasn't the worst. We were doing all right when he was in office. Yeah. <sighs> I mean Clinton. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Because it's, <laughs> it's because hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, I, and the know? economy is better. But I think it, it, you know because this would be a good week for hindsight to be twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, some people. <laughs> you mean twenty twenty going back to World War Two? Thought so. All right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I've I just re- been rewatching Band of Brothers, and it's like maybe, maybe they should just air this again. I, I was, I was thinking about that, like the, like. The 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 Nazi white supremacist type. I was thinking about this while I was brushing my teeth. So these guys got some, some weird. Th- my mind goes no, to right places. on. So <laughs> so so these are like they envision themselves as tough guys, right? Uh-huh. As individualists, rugged individualists, right? Rocking like the t- rocking the tiki right? torches. So you Jesus. got you got to think like their their epitome of manhood is probably someone. Like John Wayne Sure So what do they do When John Wayne Is in like a World War II movie Killing Nazis Where he's killing Nazis <laughs> yeah. Like what does that do To well, their cognitive Tom, dissonance It's the man Right Like he was forced to be In that movie by the mm-hmm. studio right. He didn't really feel that way But John, he had to get paid John Wayne didn't do Anything John Wayne didn't want to do. No, we know that. Yeah. Yes. Like <laughs> once, like so. There's two John Waynes in my opinion. There's there's everything before Stagecoach where he was just like a workaday actor, right? Yep. Right. And then those are really bad. Anything pre 1939, like just don't even waste your time with Stagecoach. Giant movie star. He'll do whatever the hell he pleases. And so, yep. so, and so since all of that where he had no control over his career was. Pre-World War II That's true You know So I just I, But I do wonder yeah. Like you you know that these people yeah. They love John Wayne But then John Wayne's in a movie Where he's killing Nazis What, I, I, what do they What do they do with that in their head If you're a white supremacist And you listen to the show Right No just stop listening to the show You know what just leave Just go ahead and Yeah well, I would say like, I mean, The first thing you day. do Apparently is you all make a run To Party City Well you gotta get those tiki torches <laughs> Yeah That's legit like if you're gonna be a white supremacist, at least own it and like get an axe handle and wrap it in a like a gasoline soaked t shirt and carry that as a torch. Don't be a douchebag and rock a tiki. I didn't torch. like that tiki even came out and said No. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's a shame tiki. that Tiki was like, like, you know no, what? No, 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 no. no. And the president's like, No, both sides. Both no, sides. No, no. Even Tiki were like, 
No. They were quick. Tiki came out within the day and was like... <laughs> I'm sure they're like, we got to protect the brand. I, it's I like, yes. whoa. We're on Tiki you didn't, torches. You, you didn't see, uh, you know, like the polo shirt company being like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, that's because that's, that's their exclusive market. Well, right. It's, it's, well, they, they, doc, they signed the a Dockers sp- better step it <laughs> up. <laughs> they signed a sponsorship. The, the new white supremacist uniform is a white polo shirt and khaki shorts. <laughs> Brill cream is... Wait, I'm wearing khaki shorts. So... I didn't realize Tiki was a brand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought it was, I thought I mean, it was the name of the torch. thought it was a place. Like yeah. Kleenex. And it was, yeah. yeah. But I had Kleenex isn't a place. Like No, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a it's a brand, though. Right. I'm just saying. Right. Like, yeah. I, just, I, I don't think they can enforce it, like, when they talk about things like Tiki culture and stuff like right. that. Uh, I don't think it's one of those things yeah. to the level of, like, but, Xerox. Right, or, right. It is a real I, thing, Photoshop but someone branded it. Yeah. 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 I, th- we, I just thought, like, the torches were from there, yeah, and so that's what we called them. And so, like... Well, it, I'm sure they are, and Tiki, formerly, <laughs> Tiki, whatever they're like, called, was like, yeah, I, we'll call these Tiki torches. I just can't and, imagine, yeah. like, a company being like, we're trademarking Hawaiian pineapples. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the, the genius of the Tina Fey joke, real quick? Well, she's taking some heat for that. But she shouldn't. Like, <laughs> that is a genius like the, next you're level with the cake thing. Yes. Okay. That's a next level. I didn't level. see it. Do you have a, a cliff notes? No. I mean, basically, she's doing the, mar- the let them have their cake and eat it too. But uh, that's SNL, why people were talking about that. Yeah. Online, like, that it's thing. A, it okay. is a, that is a brilliant joke that went under the radar. What'd she say, though? Well, she's just talking about joke? eating cake. I don't know. Like, she's it's just a saying, whole bit. like, instead of like going and counter protesting just eat like basically stress eating cake yeah because it's just like too much to handle oh, but and it's then, and then some people were saying like well that just shows the privilege of white feminists because she's saying don't engage and i i don't know i have a hard time not thinking that maybe just letting them march through parks all by themselves isn't the worst thing it's to an awful do. idea just let them, if you don't give it them will attention eliminate mosquitoes I, that's true. That's so, true. That is, but I'm I mean, trying to think of the the upside here, and the mosquitoes were down. Yeah, they were just like, no. Well, that ahead. West Nile is a real thing. So, like, <laughs> yeah. So, but no, like, so there was, she, a lot there was of the, the whole joke was like, a, you although know, it have, would be ironic to see a bunch of Nazis fall victim to a disease mm-hmm. from Af- from Africa. That would. Yeah. That would be delightful. That would. That's, well, that they mean, gotta stop selling them tiki torches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just, They'll be walking around we'll candles. Just, those like, you know, what are those yeah. called? Citronella candles. Just yeah. like duct tape them to their heads, right. yeah. or some <laughs> glade plugins. <laughs> With no, like cool. a little, Let's light those on fire. A little battery fine. pack so yeah. they can plug them in. <laughs> They're just now carrying on flashlights. <laughs> Febreze. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a Febreze and a lighter. Or they're just like. <laughs> oh, don't give them any ideas. That's, that's, that's yeah. a blowtorch. That's right there. <laughs> So movie reviews, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do those Our, on the show, yeah, and oh. iTunes. We had an iTunes review. Oh, I that's was right. Where, that's where we landed on that. Yay. So this is uh, from Mike from the Blank Scroll dot com. All right, so you got, got oh. a little plug. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. I was like, and, is there a word that goes there, or is it just the blank? No, it's just it's the Blank Scroll dot com. Got it. So there's, I'm not sure if it's. Blank it's scroll? a website where they just show scrolls open right. with no <laughs> words on it. I don't know if it's blankscroll.com or the blankscroll.com because it's like it says the blankscroll.com with no space in between it, but the B and blank and S and scroll are capitalized, but the well, T we have, is a web comic. Oh, oh pretty good art. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I so, like it. I like the style. Look at the uh Oh yeah, it's kind I mean, of it's a it's good yeah. good quality. You know, it's not like a like a some some web comics like the black and white stick figures saying you know yeah. funny jokes where but like this has some time put into it. This yeah. is yeah. good. Look at that. He he uh, shameless plugged our shameless plugs. Yeah. Way to go. So uh, double, his, it's a double so, plug. It is. Wow. Yeah. Hey. 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 Yeah. We got rid yeah, of it. Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh. 
Danny just got it all the way over there. Oh, and it's going to yeah. fly across the... <laughs> nah, don't be shaking somebody else's Morocco. Yeah, what's wrong with you? That was in stereo. That was, I know. I was trying to give the surround yeah, sound effect good. if you're listening in uh, yeah. Dolby Atmos. Yeah. So, there you go. So he says, uh, reliably better than the movie. I look forward to the real spoilers reviews more than the movie itself. Great content, guys. Keep it up. So... Thank so thank you. you very much. Thank we you. We greatly appreciated that. And Pre- our next that. real spoiler will be on your webcomic. <laughs> you won't like us anymore then. <laughs> we'll fix you being a fan. <laughs> Don't you worry. Yeah. So uh, and then uh, you can also join the League of Show Sharers at uh, Facebook.com slash real spoilers. People who were kind enough to join this week. Librarian Cynthia, Lane Levanway, Chris James, Tammy Sherman Powers, Julian Jordan, Travis Tewitt, Timmy Tuzunes, Brett Schulte, Brad Hyen, uh, Brandon Coleman. Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Griffin Fox Smith, Tom Comiskey, Brent Smith, Jason Weesey, Chris Sanders, Richard Lawson, and for the first time ever, Devin King. Ooh, there it finally, is. Finally, wow. finally cracked and got on the Facebook. Well, we, we just want to encourage you, if you have any embarrassing kid photos, of <laughs> uh, keep them clean, but uh, any of those embarrassing... Well, uh, hopefully, if you have kids' photos, they are, should all be clean. They should yours. all be clean. Right, that's what I'm saying. You shouldn't have to keep it clean. Right. Right. Like, it should just be clean. <laughs> it, uh, the, the default setting it for is right. photos. There's, there's really only one sort of <laughs> child photo you should I, be in possession of when it comes to the binary choice of clean, <laughs> not clean. Right. I, I 100% agree, and it's sad that it's even a preface that. But uh, if you have those uh, childhood photos, maybe you went to elementary school with Devin, and I don't know, he dressed up funny for Halloween. Or maybe you hung out with him in the back of a weird adult's van. Also possible. The <laughs> yeah. white panel van. Right. Yeah. Maybe you were altar boys together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't share those photos, but share the funny ones. <laughs> I, was, I was listening. Turn those photos over to authorities. Yes. I was before the Statue to, of Limitations yeah, has expired. To, uh, you know, my favorite murderer. Do you really yeah. listen to that show? No. So they do. It's too. And it doesn't matter. They're telling this hometown murder story of a girl who almost got kidnapped, but the kidnapper was too lazy. To, to the white panel van. Okay. So, like, she's walking out of this store. So, she locks so it up. there's oh, not a murder. Too lazy. So, there's not, not a murder. Right. There's right. not right. even a kidnapping. It's, no, but the story is worth it. I don't think this show really understands I the think title. It, I mean, it's pretty popular. I think it gets it. It's coming to St. <laughs> Louis in December. So, like, she's, she, she's a manager of this, I don't know, like a video store or whatever. She leaves. It's called Blockbuster. It was, this was block. a long, long yeah, time ago. So, she leaves. She goes outside waiting for her dad, and this white panel van pulls up, screams, pulls up door slides open there's an old guy crouched down in the back and he's like get in the car and she's just like no thank you and the guy's like get in the car and she's like i'm all right really? and the guy goes Ugh, and slams the door and pulls away what <laughs> i was like well, he didn't even try he's like well uh, i appreciate your opinion all right take, take, take care thank goodness he was that lazy here's that, like, here's that free bike i promise these millennial child abductors are so lazy when i was a kid oh, we got out of the van we'd abduct two or three kids in a day uphill in the snow ways. no power steering uh, yeah no snow tires stick shift on the column it was rough. Yeah, they don't do that anymore do they because it's dumb that's true the stick shift on a column yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I never stupid. thought about that. That's weird. It's like, oh, I really uh, hate the convenience of an automatic, but I really want the irritants <laughs> of stick shift. Okay. Oh. oh, you got it, buddy. We have the solution for you. <laughs> it's your lucky day. <laughs> I do like that they tried to make that cool and some like 
one of the Fast and the Furious movies where like the stick shift was right here, and he was just like, yeah, like they closed in on the <laughs> stick shift. Like that's not cool. Those yeah, are the paddle no. shifters they put in cars. Is now, that what it is? So you can shift your own. Like a, you're an indie driver. That's what they do in race cars. You know, like they have a clutch, but they shift. <clears throat> on oh, the I had no idea. I guess it's okay. faster or whatever. But so it's faster they, than going like this. Oh. I gotta be in fifth Right I mean because they just go like this They're driving a car on the wheel So they do that in indie races You know in NASCAR I mean, you gotta figure If it saves you like one one hundredth of a second In indie car that it, makes sense that Yeah could, that's yeah. Be the difference right So I they start adding it to automatic uh, You know newer vehicles Because to I guess cool. people wanted to They actually put that sound effect in when you, Like yeah. that's the sound it makes when They want to feel like they're indie <laughs> yeah, car drivers right. It's like the Prius where the engine noise is a like a sound chip Or whatever you know It's like it's a It's a, it's a, it's a deep fryer <laughs> do they do they really have those in Brit- Well they there's a reason. There's a reason they added the sound effect. I there I think there is. Really? I can't remember. Yeah. I've heard that. Deaf people couldn't hear the cars coming in parking oh. lots. When you're so when you're going slow it's electric, right? Right. right. And so that it's what makes no noise. And so people in parking lots could not hear the car approaching. Oh. And so when they weren't hearing anything, you're just at this just point walking in the street. You're trained to like you hear it, you know. Yeah, if there's no noise, right? Not as wait a minute. Look. Wait a minute. How would a deaf? I'm now sorry. It's around blind person. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of like I was in my head. I'm like trying to put this together. Well, like, I was like sorry, maybe it makes vibrations. People. I yeah. was trying to. Yeah. But yeah, so they added a sound so they could so they could hear it. I gotcha. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense though. So yeah, but that's why you run over six blind people. You're like, man, I guess we should figure this out. <laughs> so. <laughs> There it is. Six. <laughs> you run over six. Well, maybe that's on you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like one person. This thing. Think it, this well, is, like, it was one person like running over and backing like, them up. There was like a herd of blind people that <laughs> yeah. ran over. No. How many more types of people can I we would, offend on this episode? As many as humanly possible. Uh, is, it a, is it offensive or really appropriate to call a group of blind people a herd? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. To answer your question, yes. <laughs> uh. So anyway, how's that box office report? Going? We will now bring our shameless plugs to a close and, and scene and turn our eyes to the turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin, I do, Tommy. You may as well just intro the episode again because all that's leaving. No. Uh, but no, the uh, the box office is here, and the number one movie of the day is once again the film of the day. Oh, it is the Hitman's Bodyguard, and uh, that movie made about twenty one million dollars this weekend. Uh, it didn't have much competition. Uh, it had Annabelle from last week, and Logan Lucky was a smaller release. Um, what I guess was the budget on it. On the Hitman, yeah, uh, that was twenty nine million dollars. Okay, so are you serious? Yeah, the, I I thought it was probably I done it was on the some cheap. Of, some of those effects looked a little yeah. wonky, like the explosions. <laughs> yeah. They looked, did looked a little out of like a, <laughs> a city, sink, like a Citibank commercial. Yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but but I still but knowing that they made it for twenty nine million dollars, like I'm like. That's that's a, turn, it might turn me around a little bit. That's a pretty good looking movie for yeah. twenty nine million dollars. I have a th- I have a theory on the budget and what this movie is, but we'll get into that next oh, next okay. episode. Ooh. So yeah, twenty. That's what you call a teaser. That's a, yeah, mm-hmm. in go. the industry. <laughs> twenty one on a twenty nine. So there's no overseas numbers yet, but I mean, in its first weekend, it already made back a good chunk of that. So I don't think it has anything going up against it next week. 
No, next week's pretty light. Yeah. Yeah, so so we'll see what happens there. But number two, the movie from last week, Annabelle Creation, uh, it took a 53% drop, but still made $16.5 million, so almost as much as Hitman's Bodyguard opening in its second week. It is at $65 million domestic now, but uh, it has over $50 million overseas, so that movie's over $100 million on a $15 million budget. Blumhouse special. That's I love that how is. Uh, people are, are like looking into the actual Annabelle doll and then when they see it they're like oh it's <laughs> exactly it's exactly w- what i did for show prep because i'm like what was this actually based on i go look i'm like this is a raggedy, raggedy Ann doll the least creepy most generic doll ever they, could, they couldn't like, they couldn't use a my buddy yeah. or you know a kid's yeah. sister yeah, there's no, lots of real Ann. looking dolls that are creepy yeah. this is raggedy Ann. you know what they should have used was one of those anatomically correct jo- <laughs> joey dolls oh. that would have been not you, me you, you you one of those kids one of those kids in the movie wakes up with that dang ah! in her face. You're, whoa. I gotta go. Yeah. In a white panel van. Yeah, That's I was right. gonna say, this is all coming around again. What's a guy gotta do to get a Morocco yeah. around? Come on! That was a... That was a... So... Challenge accepted. Yeah, right. No, 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 no. Coming in at number three, Logan Lucky, which this is surprising. So this movie has no big studio behind it. It is a very big art house movie, and it opened to over 3,000 screens. I didn't realize that. That's knowing impressive. Yeah, knowing the small budget and how there was no studio. Yeah, but you I, some big names. But there's in a lot can, of big stars in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. But, I mean, without the studio right. behind them and, the, you know, to distribute it. And, put, you know, I just didn't know that it would have as big of an opening or uh, wide release, but 3,000, that's almost as much as Hitman's Bodyguard. So, uh, unfortunately, the take isn't as big as Hitman's Bodyguard, 7.7 million. So, um, you know, not quite as much, and it had a $29 million budget. So, did you see it? I did. And? Uh, I know, I know critics are raving about it. I didn't really care for didn't it. Didn't do it. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't get past the accents. It just, it really. Accents? Yeah. So it's, uh, kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a redneck Ocean's Eleven. So okay. it's, it's, Directed by Steven Soderbergh, and uh, stars Channing Tatum, Adam Driver. I he retired. And introducing newcomer. And introducing Daniel Craig. That's what it says <laughs> on the poster, which I love. Yeah. That's great. I laughed out loud when I saw the yeah. trailer before a movie, when they're like, and introducing Daniel Craig. <laughs> but, uh, Didn't he retire? Didn't Soderbergh retire? He retired, yeah. but then he directed a bunch of TV stuff, oh, okay. and he's basically just kind of done with Hollywood, is Got what he it. said. He doesn't like how the system is set up to make movies, which I don't disagree with. And so this movie has a very different business model in that... Um, it's completely independently funded, yeah. and he uh, the way he said he funded the movie was he began by he sold off the foreign rights to fund the production of the film, and then he sold off everything but the theatrical run. So like Netflix, HBO, VOD, all that stuff. Uh, he sold all the rights to that to fund the marketing for the film, and then ba- and then the cast. And basically split worked for scale Got it And then splits the profits And he's like so there's no Hollywood accounting You literally if you want to know how much the movie is making And what what your share is You can look at it You There's a password protected website oh, wow. That you have a login for And you log in and it shows Okay I'm Channing Tatum I'm getting uh, 12% or wow. whatever I made up that number I don't know what it really sure, is sure. And then the movie made 7 million dollars this week Take out theater cut and then this is what you get and How much just, did real spoilers uh, Chip in for the percentage Do you know <laughs> <One I'm dollar>. <laughs> Unaware <laughs> so, uh, so it's an interesting premise um, But from an actual film standpoint Like I really Felt uh, 
I never got past the fact that the actors really felt actorly. Like it's ah. it's supposed to be this fun kind of heist movie, and uh, really, this is going to sound weird because I I don't know the I don't know the the lady that wrote it. Her name was like Robin Blunt or something, um, and. I really felt, and this is weird to say, considering it's an A-list director with a lot of big names in the cast. I really felt like she was let down. I felt like it was a really smart, funny screenplay. Oh, and I just, I always felt like the actors were like, "Oh, I get to do an accent," you know? And they're yucking it up too much, and, and like it, it wasn't like it was a like hee-haw, right? You know, <laughs> and like I really felt like it wanted to be like a raising Arizona or something. Yeah, it just never. It had that look. It just never really clicked for me. Which you know, with that. They pulled it back. Yeah, like Raising Arizona. Arizona. What, yeah, I mean, like as insane as that movie is, it's very deadpan. Yeah, like yeah. they like the they never push the accents too far. Well, Holly Hunter's Texan, so yeah, she already but, had but it. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like they never <laughs> like she's adorable. Yes, yes, she is. But in they that never movie like, general, like John Goodman in, general, in that yeah. movie and William Forsythe and Nicolas Cage. I mean, you know, they never really like went way, way, way too far into like. Funny accents, right? And and this just like I said, I never, I I could never get past the fact that like it it felt like they were playing dress up. That sucks. Interesting. But I've heard nothing but good things. And, and it's just I, I know, like, I know, I'm the odd man out on that. Like, everyone the, the like rev- on Facebook that's talked about it, that's seen it is raving about it. I I've talked to people. Uh, Devin saw it actually, and I spoke with him, and he said it was great. Uh, I just everyone that's seen it really enjoys it. So I, it's interesting. I wonder. So, yeah. Show friend Brad Hayen. Uh, referred to it as Ocean Seven Eleven, so I thought that was pretty. That's good. Line. Yeah. I was like, uh, "Bravo, well done." I will. So, I think I'm seeing it Tuesday, so I'm interested. To, you know, I'll check it out, give it a chance. But I thought the screenplay was really smart. Yeah. Like, I really liked what it did, yeah. and like, and like how it kind of resolved things. I thought it was, and Hillary Swank shows up at the end, and I think she's doing a Clint Eastwood impersonation, which mm, would funny. be that's pretty hilarious <clears throat> if that's true. Yeah, I huh. think it's gonna have. I think, especially based on what you just said, I think it's going to have a huge, you know, life or afterlife on. Um, I could see that because it, it it is a lot of like the stuff that does work is a lot of smaller stuff, right? You know, is it? You think it will be quotable? I the lines because the could, writing. I could see it becoming that. When's way the last time you saw a movie that was quotable though? Like, what was the last movie that you? Mm. Like, I think, think that I, mean, I, I always think of Anchorman. I know that's not new, but like that's a home video one that's very quotable. Yeah, but yeah. it's not super new. I can't really think of anything that like was in the cultural zeitgeist that yeah. you say and people are just like, Oh yeah, that's from but Anchorman, I guess that would be yeah. the yeah, Anchorman the most recent one. I guess that monster's kicking it over there. <laughs> what? You What are you talking about? Your cultural zeitgeist. Oh, thank you. Caffey Joe. It's amazing when your brain works in the morning. What words are just floating around in there and you're like, Oh, I know what that means. I'm gonna use in a sentence like Mike Tyson. So it'll be interesting to see what it does in the following weeks, though, because the Hollywood, the non-Hollywood side of it, the the financing of it is intriguing. Yeah. I yeah. would love to see more creative films that big stars are going to be a part of, but don't have that influence from Hollywood, you know, making decisions like we have to have this and that and then make a I don't a think you'll movie. see that in Hollywood. I think you'll probably see that on like Netflix or well, Hulu or those y- services where they don't have. Like Netflix is like, how much money do you need? And they're just like fifteen million. They're like, well, here's fifteen million. Go make your movie, and we'll put it on Netflix. Like I don't right. think the Hollywood formula. I think the Hollywood formula is not going anywhere. These 
directors who want to yeah. do things like this yeah. will start going to Netflix. Right. Well, especially like Judd Apatow gave an interview recently where he talked about why you don't see movies like Airplane anymore. Yeah. And he's like, the business model doesn't support it. Like, you can't no. you can't take a movie like Airplane to an international market. You won't make any money. And so the studios are like, eh, like we might... You know, spend fifty to make seventy, and it's just not worth it. Right. And so, we'd rather spend two hundred to make three hundred. Right. And so, right. and so, like all the people that write those sorts of things are going to television, mm-hmm. and that's where all that stuff lives now. And, and that's, so, that's good stuff. Yeah, there's so, a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see if like this because I know Steven Soderbergh's complaint, and it's a legit one, mm-hmm. is that you don't see a lot of movies that are kind of targeted towards adults, and when you do, they're very serious. Well, it's also These are very serious. You don't movies. have as many companies anymore. Yeah. Right. So you had New Line at one point. You had Miramax. Uh-huh. You had Touchstone. You had all these different offshoots that weren't Warner Brothers, MGM, Sony. You didn't have those. So like you could go to New Line and you don't do, have MGM anymore either. Well, right. You know what I meant though. Like the, yeah, the I mean, big, but, the, they're, the, but they're all even. But they're, it's all four right. studios at this point. Like yeah. you don't have those smaller independent studios besides Blumhouse. Or I don't know, like we have Lionsgate, Lionsgate, Fox, uh, Roche, or Spotify, Focus Features. You have yeah. Asylum. That's true. Focus Features. Though. Yeah. I mean, there are those are the ones the that are producing those, the art house. But they're stuff. not doing. They're doing. But they're the, doing the art house. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. But like. You don't, don't get a Nightmare new, on Elm Street because there is no New Line to yeah. a chance on it. And like, new, new Line, even though it became the art house studio, they also gave you a. Austin Powers, yeah, 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 and, and so, and that's his, and that was Steven, or that was, uh, well, but Judd Apatow and Steven Soderbergh just kind of independently are saying the same thing, just on different kind of ends of the spectrum. But I know people were asking Soderbergh, like, it's weird that you came back for this kind of lowbrow, right, s- silly movie, and he's like, well, I want to do something that's fun. He's like, I'm not going to come back and do something serious. They wanted him for Cap. He wanted him for Captain America too. Yeah, he's one of the most. If you look at his movies, he's one of the most diverse. I would out agree there right now. Yeah. yeah, what was that one he did with Sasha Gray? That the girlfriend experience. That's that what one? it is. Yeah, yeah like I didn't really care for that. It was but. what it was. What it was, but it was yeah. something completely right. different. Totally, like it was out Traffic. of. Is that yeah. him? Behind that the candelabra. <laughs> that was another. Oh, that, was yeah. right. that. And that was supposed to be theatrical. It was. And then, oh, really? Yeah, and then they they wussed out because there was so much gay sex in it, and they just thought, oh, well, who's gonna go see this? Oh, so, I don't know. And, Everybody. And so right. it ended up on HBO. <laughs> and did like, did it win? Did he win? Michael, he did, Michael Douglas yeah. won a best, uh, an, an, Emmy, an Emmy. An Emmy did for he? best actor. Okay. I guess great. I thought that he won. Maybe not. I don't remember. Okay. But that movie's really good. That's a good flick. Yeah, that's a good like, movie. Like, it's an intense movie. Yeah. Like, it's legit, but it's good. But, you know, I, I was bummed because I really wanted to like this movie. Like, it reminded me, it, in a lot of ways, it reminded me of, like, kind of those Burt Reynolds movies from the 70s. Yeah. And I'm like, and that looked fun. Like, yeah. I, And I was just like, oh, man, I really wanted to like this. But, you know, Burt Reynolds, for being an A-list movie actor at the time, uh, <laughs> asterisk. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> don't know what he's doing now. When was uh, the last time we saw Burt Reynolds? I mean, I don't think. The I Longest Yard? <laughs> I don't think his health is very I don't really. Because yeah, yeah. he just kind of disappeared. <laughs> I think his health. Uh, last why. time, I saw a picture of him not too long ago. and He, he looked, looked pretty bad. He looked pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. Oh. But, uh. Um, I think you mean Turd Ferguson. <laughs> I think you mean his appearance on Archer was fantastic. Oh, really? He, and his voiceover work, but hmm. he was great. I didn't. I don't watch Archer. Archer's uh, a good it, show. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, he's he's on it, and he plays Burt Reynolds, and I he drops he drops a reference to Hal Needham, and I'm like, <laughs> man, for the three people who got <laughs> yeah. that, that was so good. <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, I really wanted to like this movie. I I, I like that era of films, but I also yeah. think. For being an A-list actor, Burt Reynolds also kind of 
had credibility and a foot in that world of of country, yeah, southern type of stuff. Oh, and, yeah. and I don't feel like Channing Tatum or Daniel Craig. Or I could Driver see Channing too. Tatum. The a other little two, bit. not so much. Yeah, and Channing Tatum was not the problem yeah. in the movie. And people are raving about Adam Driver, and he drove he drove me crazy. I in this don't movie. get the Adam Driver. I thing. like Adam Driver. I did not like him in. This I movie. don't understand it. I'm hearing a lot of good buzz by Adam Driver in this movie. His voice just his accent just sounded like <laughs> if he if they just put him in the Kylo Ren mask and I have to look at his dumb face, I'd be all right with that. Well, maybe it's uh. just that people are seeing him in like a comedy that they're seeing him in a different light, and it's kind of like uh, like what well, we had a conversation going on with the legal show share. So we were talking about. John C. Riley, yeah, and people are like, "Oh, I can't take him seriously," and it's like, you know, because of his, you know, all his the past. stuff, like Step Brothers I mean, yeah, and stuff. Sure, but it's sure. like, but before that, it was it was weird. It was all serious. As somebody who watched him, yeah, start as a serious actor, oh. to all of a sudden see him in these big broad comedies, and it was yeah. like, well, that works. I'm like, okay, good for him. And then he just kind of <laughs> right. has never gone back, which he, I get because he makes they, damn good money. Yeah, before money. Walk Hard and before like Talladega Nights. Step Brothers and Talladega Nights. Yeah. I mean, it's like. You know, Magnolia, Boogie Nights, Hard Eight, like basically oh, all those. The Good yeah. Girl, yeah, like all those movies. Is like, no, he's. I felt very, like very his sick. performance in The Good Girl, Chicago. I thought was yeah. heartbreaking. I thought, Ugh. yeah, like you think he's a jerk, and then you realize that like he just wants his wife to stop sleeping with other people. <laughs> yeah, which, oh, doesn't, he's great in which doesn't seem like yeah. that. Thing, big of a thing to ask. Well, you'd be, I don't know. You'd be surprised. <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. you'd be. No, no, no. Surprised. I think I think it's a reasonable thing for him to ask. Is what I'm saying. But right. You, <laughs> I'm not surprised at the person's response. You think it's not that? Yeah. But, <laughs> but you'd I be mean, surprised from the husband's point of view. It's just like, hey, can you knock that off? I feel like that's a reasonable request. And then, but and then you'd be surprised. No. It is frequently denied. <laughs> yeah. He's Mr. Cellophane. Yeah. <laughs> Walk so. right through him. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's Logan Lucky. We'll see what happens in the following weeks. But until then, number four, Dunkirk, seven point one million in week five. That's only a thirty-five percent drop. So talk about a light week, and people still going to see that movie. One hundred and sixty-five point nine. We'll call it one hundred and sixty-six million domestic. We will do no such thing. Oh, you will. <laughs> Two hundred and eighteen now foreign. So it's approaching. Worldwide, almost four hundred million on a one hundred million dollar budget. I mean, I don't get I, it. But yeah, okay. I I I where I know we're in the minority. I I talk to people. People are still seeing it for a fourth and fifth time, and I just I just I, just I really don't, don't get repeat viewings. I, I mean, I get of this or in general of this. Okay, Dunkirk. Then yeah, I agree. Now there are lots of movies I've watched multiple times. <laughs> I could, like, that's, more I, movies that I won't, don't want to admit that I've I watched could, multiple times. I could not imagine. Oh, you have. <laughs> that's true. I wasn't talking uh, about that one, Dan. Uh, <laughs> I just I couldn't imagine watching it again. You know, I I just I, unless you're showing off your home theater. There, right? I, I I got a I got Time Bandits on Blu-ray for that. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what a weird Criterion movie. Collection. No, just the blue. That's the one. Oh. I it was like it was like four dollars. Yeah, like yeah. that's a strange me. movie. It that, is. that one and the Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yeah, like they were two movies Love that we movies. that I watched as a kid. But then I've watched them as an adult. I'm like, man, I still don't know what the hell's going on in these movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're the, good. Those they are, look great. But that is there's like peak Terry Gilliam. Where, yeah, like there's just this, just this almost completely unhinged. It. It's like it's, <laughs> like it's almost to the point where like that hinge is hanging on by oh, what's left and of you, another and hinge, and you start to watch it, and you and you can almost be overwhelmed. Like, yeah. what is happening? And yes. Baron Munchausen's, I mean, behind the scenes, I think Time Bandits is crazier than Munchausen. Yeah, but I mean, when once 
be like Munchausen, like people like they just were like what <laughs> yeah. and you know and they've got like the when the guy sings the song and yeah. the organ and it's got the yeah it's Uma uh, Thurman in the shell like uh, <laughs> yeah Venus mm, yeah the god <laughs> weird movies sounds like it so Dunkirk still making a ton of money number five the nut job two nutty by nature 5.8 million in week two it's a 30% drop brings it to 8.3 million domestic I so. just couldn't as a responsible parent <laughs> go up and with my child and say two for nut job so this is what's happening they're buying tickets for Dunkirk because I don't want to say is that what it is, what it is. yeah <laughs> you're bringing your family of seven small children to go see Dunkirk yes yes I am so <laughs> It's weird. We have a showing of the nut job too. <laughs> no nope. nuttier by nature. Coincidence. <laughs> You're not showing Conan, are you? <laughs> Man, damn, but, that did not work out for me. So, so but, <laughs> but uh, Superman making out. Nut job. Nut job two had a forty million dollar budget, and uh, it's just not. Was Scott quite Mosier breaking. a producer on that? Can you see if that's a thing? Uh. Is that even a thing you can look up? If uh, not, it's fine. I, I can't from here. But he he produced uh, the turkey one. He wasn't involved with the nut job. Yeah, but I thought... Uh, all right. Remember the turkey movie? No, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Scott I thought... Mosier, I just, just uh, figured out how they're making these movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got a turkey one? <laughs> I do. Uh, he's a turkey and, and he, he doesn't, doesn't want to get eaten for Thanksgiving? Right. Genius. <laughs> Uh, okay. It was written by Scott Bindley, if that makes you feel any better. No. It's got nice. one about a pumpkin that doesn't want to oh be my carved. Gosh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this movie, The Nut Job 2, or I'm sorry. Yeah, Nut Job 2 was produced by 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, oh 14, God. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 25, 6, 7, 8, 9, 30, 31 producers. <laughs> and Scott Mosier's not one of them, huh? So well, and I thought Hitman's Bodyguard had a lot of producers. Did you see that? Yes. So this there is, was like eight or nine producers yeah, on Hitman's Bodyguard. Um, the top producers of Nutjob. They, they all chipped in twenty bucks. That's why. <laughs> I don't know if Dan could maybe read this in a voice, but Hong Ju An, Yur Hyun Beck, uh, Bob Barlin, <laughs> Suk Wen Chang. <laughs> That's right. Stop. Uh, That's it. You, you can't get yeah. any better than that one. They are, they are trolling us. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that was a uh, suck wang what? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's just uh, Yeah, so 31 producers on that movie. Well, you got to do what you got to okay. do, you know? So, anyway, uh that is the nut job too. I don't think we're going to get a third one, but They didn't have craft services, so they threw out some producer credits. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number six, the emoji movie. So there's Ugh. one that uh, is on the other end. At least of- the nut job is doing better than that. No. Oh no. Yeah. Didn't you say that? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's and, higher on the ranking this week. <laughs> it, it's in week four. The nut jobs in week two. That's true. And the emoji movie made only less than a million dollars oh. difference. <laughs> the emoji mind. movie made four point five million, a thirty percent drop as well. Seventy one point nine million on that, and another thirty plus million overseas. So over a hundred and ten million worldwide on a fifty million dollar budget mm-hmm. movie about emojis. Ugh. No wingdings. <sighs> nope, not happening. Dig movie. <laughs> Number seven. I can't say that. That's James Gunn. I can't take credit for that. Right. That yeah. Don't Gunn be joke. stealing those jokes. Uh, friend of the show, James Gunn. We're yeah. Friend appreciate of the show. that. Right? St. Louis' own James Same. Gunn. <laughs> Uh, number seven, Spider-Man Homecoming made four point four million. That's a twenty-seven percent drop. So you see these small drops. Obviously, this is a slow time at the end of August here, and at least it's that like that. I mean, that movie does that. I hope it does more. 
Like, well, it's, it's, it's not coming to the end more, here, but yeah. three three hundred and fifteen million domestic in seven weeks. But as you know, another four hundred plus million overseas. So you're over seven hundred on a one seventy five budget. It's it's so it's, weird to see like the box office report say Spider Man Homecoming, having seen the movie, and then see it say Sony Columbia. That's weird, isn't it? <coughs> hmm. It's just, like, it's such a weird. It's okay. It's, there's the screw up. Yeah. What? It is. We'll yeah. see. I, I'm going to be like, we know how to do this. Thanks, Marvel. We're <laughs> so, good. Do you think that, I mean, because we were all, before we saw the movie, we were all like, why is this called Homecoming? And there was speculation. Was that a wink and a nod? Like, they said it at Homecoming, but they're really like, Homecoming. No, no, no. So the wink and the nod, we thought, was the name. So when the Winter Soldier gets reprogrammed yeah it's the homecoming protocol well i know i saw that i remember in civil war or whatever and he's reading the book and yeah it's one of the words it's homecoming right and then we were just like well i wonder if he's gonna sure. have to fight bucky I don't know. but i'm just <laughs> saying that since it was he was coming to marvel do you think that they said it at homecoming but they're like marvel's like yeah. homecoming yes but he's not coming home like right. yeah you know, Sony I know. Still I just has was the... wondering if there was like a double because it didn't matter. It was set at homecoming. The plot didn't revolve around it. There was a homecoming part, but homecoming is the culmination of it, though. Like the 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 part of the movie yeah. ends at homecoming. Like the big set piece is him at homecoming. But to call the movie Spider Man Homecoming, it's not like the whole plot and the whole time they're talking about home. Like you know what I mean? I it agree. wasn't the main focus of the movie, but they no. still called it homecoming. Yeah. Like, it, it, I, uh, hopefully, hopefully, this will open the door for fox to be like no well i mean no same uh, i don't think they'll get a similar deal i think there's no way that marvel will make this make this kind of deal with any of the other characters like i think they knew they had to get spider-man we got to do what we have to to get him back i don't think they're (laughs) they don't give a about the fantastic Four. but after, they don't care but like, after they, the next x-men if it keeps going on this downward trajectory like after apocalypse nope there's no way fox will let that go the, the, I, I think i think the x-men are locked up because you because of deadpool the x-men are locked up that's not going to go anywhere i think the fantastic four is the only property that has even a remote chance of getting reverted yeah, I, that's I the agree. only that's one. The I, best I, chance. I, I, that's they screwed the only... up twice. Like I don't. They know screwed how... up three times. There's three movies. Well, <laughs> right, but I mean, like, but the first two were in the same. Do you think yes. Marvel would? I guess if if they were smart, they would try to get Marvel to be like, okay, tell you what, we'll revert the creative control to you. We'll maintain the 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 profits. Yeah. Um, and you start publishing the books again. I don't hmm. think Marvel will publish a Fantastic Four comic until they the rights are fully restored at Marvel. I don't think go. so. I think because I mean they've split they've split those characters up, right? So Johnny Storm is in the Inhumans book. The Thing, Ben Grimm is. I think he was in the Guardians. I don't really know where he is now. I haven't seen Reed Richards in a comic since they canceled the Fantastic Four or the or Sue Storm. So, like, the only two characters that I ever gave a crap about are in other books, which I'm fine with. But I I, I don't think that... if I don't know why Fox is hell-bent on holding on to that one. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, you've had three cracks yeah. at it. You've screwed it up three times. All you're going to do is lose money. There's no point in letting it sit I, on a shelf. I think they... I Well, they only have a few, and the ones that they do have have made a ton of money for them. I think that well, they're got, just yeah, scared. They don't want to let it go, because look at what they've done. Like, even though they screwed up here... But if you're here, not putting the right... Yeah, you've screwed it up. Like, strike three. 
Yeah, but but, but if you if you refuse, I think I, I think the what was his name? What was the guy's name that did the last one? Josh, Josh Trank. Trank. I think his idea was interesting enough, right? Like I think a Cronenberg version of the Fantastic Four is kind of interesting. Like it's a different take. It's mm-hmm. but I mean it was all mucked up because nobody wanted to listen. Not to say that he didn't shoot himself in the foot, which he did, and then he shot himself in the other foot, and then he shot himself in the knee, and then he shot himself in the other knee, and then he just blew his brains out, because that guy has no... That Is guy's, that why we haven't heard from him? That's why, yeah. <laughs> no. It might be. That's sad. <laughs> they kept that under wraps. But I, I think, let... Or at least give... Like, Johnny Storm. Like, give him back. You can, you can, I mean, it's let it be a character, and then Marvel gets it right, and they're just like, well... Uh, Okay, you can have that one too. I I think that Look, we best. have like do you ever create traded like baseball cards? Yeah, right. You get so you get a double, mm-hmm. and you're just like, well, I'll trade you a double of this guy, and then you give me this guy, and they're like, oh, all right, that's fine. So that nobody loses, right? That's the same thing with Spider Man. Nobody's gonna lose on that deal. Yeah, Marvel that's, wins. That's with, why they should do exactly what they do with Spider Man with them and let them create a good universe for. I don't think the Fantastic Four. Are as important to Marvel no, as Spider Man. Certainly was. not. So well, they will not take a, a zero a, a paycheck of zero dollars on the Fantastic Four, or they will take that with yeah. Spider Man. Fox still thinks they can they can pull through though because they've been like, look what we did with the X Men, right? Yeah, well, they, they don't I mean, want to let it go because they've said they they're going to do like an all ages Fantastic Four that's going to focus on the kids, which are characters that nobody knows. There's yeah. Franklin and Valeria. Like, there's a whole slew of Fantastic Four kids that nobody knows about, and they're just going to make a movie about them. That's a worse mistake than what they've been doing. Like, yeah. if you can't get the Fantastic Four right, yep, let's make a, let's make a kids movie about right. it. Right, exactly. So, anyway, uh, going back to the box office here, Spider-Man: Homecoming making a lot of money. I'm sure that will be out on. I don't know if you've heard DVD Blu-ray. It's got to be have soon. A, a date yet? But it's, yeah, it's, I mean. Yeah. Seven weeks. We're getting kind of toward. It's usually two to three months that they're on Blu-ray now. So we'll we'll look out for that one. Number eight, Girls Trip, still making some good money. Three point nine million in week five. That's a forty percent drop. One hundred and four million dollars domestic. Nine point eight million overseas. So you know. <laughs> Girls Nights aren't as popular overseas, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we were talking about one hundred and fifteen ish on a nineteen million dollar budget. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that movie is doing amazing. So. And that, that no, nobody talking too. Yeah, Girls' Night too, for sure. Oh, oh, yeah, without no a doubt. doubt. Number nine, The Dark Tower, the movie from a few weeks ago. Uh, so it's dropping quite quickly here. Three point seven million is a fifty-three percent drop. Forty-one point five million is the domestic total. Another twenty million overseas. You're talking about sixty-ish million on a sixty million dollar budget. So that's and it's almost that out of the top. Should have been 10. HBO's next big miniseries. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The more I think about it, just. The wor- I mean, I didn't like it the first time, but the more I think about it, I'm just like, that was not a good movie. Nope. It's really disappointing because the source material and everything I've read about it and how good it could have been, that's, that's sad. And now everyone has this bad idea. Like, they'll have to wait 10 years before they mm-hmm. try another movie because of this one now. Right. You know, they've screwed it up to where now there has to be a time period uh, to even correct it. So, I don't know. Do you know if the show's still happening? I don't know. The prequel show? Know. I can't imagine it, it would with this sort of I mean, office. that's the thing. So it's like, I don't know if that can even happen now. But. Yeah. So anyway, that's too Who bad. Who put that one out? Who was that? Sony is the Dark Tower. <laughs> they just can't get franchises. To st- How do we have? Fast and Furious? Great. Let's just put a pump on money. That. Oh, no. Who is that? Oh, that's Universal. Universal, yeah. Universal so is on fire. So they don't have a franchise. Sony doesn't have a franchise. I mean, they have Spider the Spider-Man 
Yeah, they have not, Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man. No. Oh. They've got like the Silver Sable and Black Cat and Venom. They don't have Spider-Man. <laughs> but, but don't worry, Spider's not in there. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, good. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Sony Sony is... It's interesting because we talked about like Universal at one point. They were higher than Disney like two years ago, I think, with when they had Fast and Furious yeah. 7 or whatever. And, Ju- and Jurassic. A Despicable Me and Jurassic and everything. Right now, Disney... Uh, this is for 2017 so far. Uh, Buena Vista Disney has 19.4 of the market share. Universal is 18.2. So, I mean, they're still neck and neck. Universal is huge. Yeah. Warner Brothers, 16.3. So, that's hardly smaller. 20th Century Fox, 13.6. Sony Columbia, 9.8. It's just that's interesting big, how that's big changed. Drop. You know, Sony used to be huge. What yeah. was the movie, the year Universal did so well? There was like something that did huge business that just nobody expected. Jurassic. I thought, but they thought Jurassic would be good. Do they, well. They, did, I, they, they didn't, didn't expect that well, but no. I thought there was another movie. There was a Universal movie. That was a Universal movie. The Backdraft. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that. So that um, year, I think they had Fast and so Furious. Jurassic 2015 is what we're talking about. Jurassic World was 700 million domestic. Yeah. yeah. So it was I mean, a huge movie. Furious Seven was. 350 but then it was like a billion overseas minions which still made a ton of money especially overseas pitch perfect 2 50 shades of gray what that made a ton of money perfect two? four that's hilarious domestic that's great that's uh, I, get so, a third one, yeah. I mean and then 50 shades of gray made a ton of money like that was another what 700 or, or 600 million uh, and then uh after <laughs> that was straight out of compton which did it straight out of compton a ton that, of money yeah. then after that, which was a huge, you know, was a big for a, a low budget comedy. Sure, uh, you know, and they had stuff like Ted Two, which still made some money. Uh, you know, but uh, the visit, ah, the visit was the same year. That yeah. was uh, ninety eight million on a five million dollar budget. So Universal's year was ninety eight million. Like you, you, you think that they would have done something just so they <laughs> right. could say it across a hundred million? million? Yeah. That tells me that uh, M Night Shyamalan's got a got a clause in his gun. If it makes a hundred million dollars, I, I make one of mine. I know I get yeah. a ten million dollar bonus. <laughs> right? So we're at ninety eight. Pull, pull, pull it. Pull it. Pull it. Ninety nine point nine. Get it out. Yeah. Did and you see the synopsis for Glass? Yeah. Yeah. We'll All see. Right. It's kind of what we expected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's funny we were talking about sisters a week or two ago. That was the same year, uh, one hundred and five million on a thirty million dollar budget. So it's like Universal was just making money. I mean, even on the smaller stuff, it was still making a bunch of money yeah. even on the low budget. So uh, that was an insane year. That's why you get a what nineteen percent market share, eighteen yeah. percent. I mean, but they're right up there. It's crazy. It's like Universal and Disney. To think of the conglomerate that is Disney. It's Warner Brothers is like, hey, they're we, a percent lower. We, they're right we there. We have too, superhero but, movies too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and coming in at number nine or i'm sorry and rounding oh this is a limit okay so rounding out the top 10 we have a limited release that actually made uh, the top 10 this week wind river 3.3 million uh, wind river <laughs> yeah i think you're using the whole fist there, doc. Fist there, doc. Uh, <laughs> uh but that was jeremy renner and elizabeth olsen are I they a anyone? couple no she's didn't no she used to be with fred armison she oh. hates him now. Interesting. Um, Elizabeth Olsen was with Fred Armisen? Right, that's Peggy from Mad Men, right? No, no, no Elizabeth no, 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 Olsen no. is an Olsen that's twin. That's uh, oh, she's Scarlet she's Witch. Scarlet Witch. Marcy, Maeve, oh. Marlene. Who's you're the, thinking of? You're thinking of Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Moss. Elizabeth Moss, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> hates him now, why? Did Scientology tell her to hate him? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, I've heard Fred Armisen is very crazy. Odd. 
Oh, dude, I would have never have guessed. No, no but like <laughs> I heard that he could be really. Oh, that's what I've heard. Hmm. I just stories I've read. Hmm. I believe that because he was dating her. I think he was dating her and then left her. Like they were. I think they were married and then oh. left her for. Um, what was her name? The the the. Chris Elliott's daughter, Abby Elliott. Abby Elliott. When she was on SNL, they ended and up being And she was really thing. funny. And they ended up being a thing. Oh. And then now, I forget, he's with somebody else, but Fred Armisen's got game. I mean, it's Elizabeth a, Moss, he was like, a blue man, and he did blue himself. He was he was a blue man? He was a blue man. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he started with Blue Man Group. Huh. What? Yes. I had no idea. I mean, he's in the videos at Blue Man Group. He does one of the pieces for Hold him. on. Fred Armisen? Yeah. Yeah. The no, SN- no, no, Kevin. Fred, Fred Armisen. Armisen. Fred Armisen. You got to put the inflection on a different part of the thing so he Ar- understands. There it is. But he's even part of the show. Like, there's a yeah, tape I guess piece I didn't he, know that. Like, when amazing. I saw Blue Man Group, it, it wasn't was, when I just saw him. There was a video piece that he was part of. They've got blue guys everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've got a Vegas show. They've got a New York show. Yeah, they've right. got a Chicago show. But when show. I just saw Orlando, like, he wasn't in that. That's interesting. I'd never seen him. Well, are there any never nudes in that one? No. He's not Tobias Funke. <laughs> yeah, but he was in the blue. Well, trying <laughs> he's to be a in different. Blue, yeah, trying to be in the blue banger. Yeah, I think I blew myself. Uh, so I don't know. Has anyone heard anything about Wind River? It's a limited release, but it's got a couple of good actors in it. Uh, it looked like one of those small thrillers that will probably play well on home video. Yeah, air the backseats of air. <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> like well, I, I saw. It, I was like, oh, nah. oh, it's out. Oh, Hawkeye uh, and Scarlet Witch. Later. Is that Avengers Part Four? Oh no. Yeah, I, uh, an FBI agent teams up with a veteran game tracker to investigate a murder that occurred on a Native American reservation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a little movie I like to call Braveheart. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> with Sh- Sam Shepard and and oh, uh, Val like, Kilmer, the, it's the, fantastic. The Mel Gibson movie. Oh, Braveheart. Yeah. You remember that movie? It has the same name as the, the Mel Gibson flick. Is the Mel Gibson movie? Thunderheart. No, nah, it can't be. No, Braveheart. Thunderheart's a movie. Thunderheart's a Val Kilmer one. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Right. Thunderheart. Thunderheart. <laughs> yeah. This is the movie I'm thinking of with I Sam like, Shepard and Val Kilmer. I haven't seen, what, 1995 Braveheart in a while, but Sorry. I'm like, that is a very different movie than yeah. I remember. I was thinking of Brave and then something hard. <laughs> Not no, that. Thunderheart. Thunderheart. Yeah, Thunderheart is you a good movie. You can take our it's reservation, great. but you'll <laughs> yeah. never take... Oh, no, you will take our freedom. Never mind. <laughs> it will. Yeah. Oh, here's some blankets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I need a table for four. You said you would take our reservation? Yeah. No, that's what we're... No? All what? Right. Yeah. No? Just me? All Non-smoking? Right. Mm. <laughs> Preferably something gluten-free? <laughs> so that's the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. So uh, that's it for this episode. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Dan. You can find me on Twitter at DanGrady67, G-R-A-N-E-Y. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S, 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. This is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, if you would like to continue the conversation online, you can find us on the internets at uh, Real Spoilers on Twitter or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. You can also find us on iTunes where you can rate, review, subscribe, or uh, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're not the Apple type, you can find it in all sorts of places. Stitcher, iHeart. Tune in. Zoom. Zoom, if that gets resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so there's all sorts of places to find us. So hop to it. So that's it for this episode. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle Hitman's Bodyguard. Yep. So you have that to look forward <laughs> to. <laughs> You're welcome. Until then, you've been warned. Whoa, Black Betty, bam, bam. Whoa, Black Betty, bam, bam.
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.